Courtside Indiana podcast is brought to you by Metro Indy Basketball Fall League. The 14th annual Fall League runs from Sundays, October 11th through November 1st. For more information and to register, visit MetroIndyBasketball.com. Also, Box Out Sports, the best sports graphics platform. Built for speed and control with your organization in mind. Try it now for free at BoxOutSports.com. Welcome to episode 44 of Courtside Indiana Podcast. I'm Jim Reamer, and I'm joined yet again by Zach Tyler. Zach, how are you? Doing well. Back from Arizona. Sorry, yeah, I, missed yeah. la- sorry I missed last we, week. We may need to ask about that. Well, Barney missed last yeah. week, too, and Barney's back. Barney, how are you? Uh, I'm here. <laughs> it's been yes. a whirlwind couple weeks for you, hasn't it? We're, we don't yes. get into the detail because it's, it's family stuff, and it's not all happy happy thoughts, but... But glad, glad you're back. Glad you're here this weekend, and at least you got a chance to watch a couple games this week. And I think you streamed, didn't you? Stream one, weren't you? Unfortunately, I, I had to stream both games that I watched this week. Oh, so. that's cool. I've not, yeah. you know, I've not started doing that yet. I, I'm sure over Christmas break. I don't know what makes the difference when you're when we're all working at home. Well, at least for those of us that do everything at home, I'm not sure what the difference is. But at the same time, that there's always that four or five day period there where it just seems like there's nothing going on at all. No, you know, no game like Christmas Eve. I'll be watching. I'll be streaming games from that have already been played. So, well, you know, there's um, definitely down here. There's some schools that are doing a phenomenal job of streaming their games. They have the commentary, you know, radio commentary hooked into them. So, you know, what's going on. And so it's, it's been not too bad. I, I think most, situations have i mean i think a lot of the schools have done a really good job with that um i know that at some point there's well i mean i li- of course our conference the mick conference has their own little little network mm-hmm. so and then we've got about three or four different companies down here that stream games just as a you know as somewhat of a business up north zach has there's a there's a large streaming contingent out of Fort Wayne, right? Yeah, uh, I can't even remember what that's called now. And then, uh, and then the doesn't doesn't like Channel Forty Six? Don't they stream some games? Yeah, they have a game of the week usually. They have a game of the week, and they but that's streamed, yeah. right? That's is it? They don't, yeah. Do, do they play that on broadcast or is it st- strictly streamed? Uh, they film it at nighttime. I can't. I can't. Well, they film it during the game, but then they stream it at nighttime, and then the next morning usually. Yeah. Well, then we've got Channel Forty down here, which primarily focuses on the north side of Indianapolis, north. You know, even up as far north as Kokomo, because that's where their advertising base is as well. So, but well, we are uh, we're moving on the uh, recruiting updates. Really, <laughs> what this week? This is the Isaiah Swope portion of the podcast. Yeah. He he vomited <laughs> offers yesterday. I, mean, I don't know if we got them. Were they all in real time, or did we miss any before? Or what was the story on that? Yeah, I don't. That I just was checking it out and saw he just got a bunch. And or I don't know if he when he got them, but he let him know, let him be known yesterday or last night. Yeah, he's the only action. Go for it. You get us up to date, Zach. So yeah, three three JUCOs, I believe. Is that correct? And then a D two. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I double checked the Tallahassee is, is Tallahassee community college only in Wabash Valley. Of course they're, 
they recruit Indiana pretty hard. And sure. And then the, the D2 is Eastern New Mexico. Yep. So it, those, it, you know, those are your four. You made the, you made the observation yesterday that he doesn't really have any in-state offers. Right. I don't know why that would be. Uh, now we're junior college wise. Well, it's those two levels are the two levels that are the thinnest in this state. Junior college wise, there's just primarily one. I know Ancilla had a really nice run there when Aaron Butcher was the head coach. And, and I'm not even sure with COVID if, if they've even. I don't think they've done doing anything this year. Yeah, that's right. You live up there. I forget. Um, but they've really had financial issues for the last 10, 12 years. And then, of course, Division Two. there's just two schools. Well, three now with Purdue, White, Purdue Northwest or Purdue Cal. Um, yeah. But it's primarily UND and, and um, Southern Indiana, which is where one Keegan O'Neill goes. So yes. getting a little bit of Barney's money. <laughs> I ain't getting any of mine. <laughs> Not getting any of your money? No. <laughs> no. That's good. Actually, I think he, he got a very large academic scholarship, I think. so. Yeah. I, I, I think without getting too far down a tangent, I, it's, it's such a, it's such a much, it's a, a much easier task recruiting when you're, when you're a good student, mm-hmm. it, it just, especially the non D one level where they can really sidetrack a, a lot of financial resources on the academic side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for better or for worse, you, a lot of times they're making athletic decisions, even at that level. Um, you, you want them to have as much invested in them as you can from, from, from the program. But at the same time, it still ends up being a free or mostly free education. You can't mm-hmm. really can't beat it. So that's the point. So Zach, that's it, huh? Just for this, those four. We're that was that was all I came across. So we're done. Thank, anybody, thank God we've got features. This has been the shortest podcast in the history of this program. <laughs> so. All right, best game, best team, best player. Let's go, Barney. You lead us off. Let's come on. Let's. Oh man, throw it out. I know you were struggling with the best game. <laughs> I am best. You best may have. Games. It may be all the same game from you. This. this. It, it, it's pretty close. Uh, best yeah. game was definitely the goatee. Um, hosting Linton, yeah. Um, you know, Lagodi playing at home in Jack Butcher Arena uh, was up, dominating the game, but, you know, got loose with the ball and costly turnovers allowed Lincoln Hill to lead Linton to the win. But, you know, the best player in that game, in my opinion, or opinion, excuse me, was uh, Webb. Uh, Logan, Logan Webb. Logan yeah, Webb. Logan, yeah. A pension? You know, is that a, a pension? Is that, man. is that some sort of uh, Davies it's County so, cross between? Yes, that is Southern Indiana talk right between there. Between opinion and mention. Yes. My pension. All right. But, you know, Logan in that game came in, gave him a huge spark on the defensive end, um, hit some big shots down the stretch to actually keep him in the game or, or pull him closer, you know, so – uh, bright future there for that kid. Of course, he's yeah. you know got a brother playing some JUCO all right now, so yeah, you know he he knows what it takes. That that's one of those situations. I saw them Tuesday actually against Clay City, and I was warned that it would not be a very productive trip. Mm-hmm. But still, it's a chance to watch those guys. And I've never seen Lincoln Hale play a school game outside of the state finals. 
uh, had, had yet to see uh, Joey Hart or Logan Webb play a school game. So that was a chance to do that on a night when there wasn't a whole lot else going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, they weren't focused. I mean, they were ahead big early. They, they ended up winning bigger and it wasn't a great evaluation, but I was, but I was impressed with, with Webb. I was impressed um, with, look, he probably the main reason why he doesn't start is because they've got a couple of kids that fill roles like screening, getting guys open that, that they're, they're seniors. And so why not, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. this, and it's Logan comes in, doesn't hardly ever go out. And when he's in there, he gets a lot of touches and, and he's uh, again, it wasn't a great evaluation situation for the game I saw, because I don't know that I saw, <laughs> I don't know that I saw uh, any of them take shots outside the paint. I, Joey took a couple, but, right. but everything was just them getting to the paint and it was, well, even even against the goatee, you know, the bulk of it was taken in the paint until they yeah. really needed to step out. But yeah, I'll give I'll give Lincoln Hill some credit. You know, a lot of people. I mean, of course, he's a D one recruit going to, you know, Indiana State. But he really works to get his teammates involved in the game before he needs to do what he needs to do during a game. Yeah, you know, so it's not. You know, you go to a lot of schools when you have a recruit like that, and it's all about them. But he he's a really good team player, in my opinion. Well, they and they've got obviously they have other talent too. I mean, Hart's right already starting to get Division one offers, and we've, we've already talked about Webb. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's one of those guys. With the summer the way it was, Zach didn't get to see a whole lot of cross section of the state. He pretty much stayed north north yeah. of Indy. Yep. He, you know, Hart's Hart's impressive, and and Logan's look. Logan will end up getting a chance to play in college as well, and he's he would be a, he would be a good player at the high school level at in, at most any of these schools. Um, mm, but it, I agree. It, it, Linton, he gets to make an impact. I, I mean, I think he's their third their third best player, even though he doesn't start. I don't. A lot of that stuff is semantics as as far as who gets playing time, who gets touches, and who finishes games, and I'm. I'd be surprised. I, I left that game a little early because it was just a blowout. I'd be surprised if in tight games, Webb's not closing. And and uh, he did. He did uh, in this one. So yeah. I mean, I just he's just good. So that's that's a good pick. So was your best team then? We're we're kind of going out of order. We're I mean, we don't really have any hard fast rules here. But but your best team, Linton. Then is that what you're saying for the week? Uh, no, I'm gonna. No. All right. Well, then we'll get I'm, to it. Then we'll go. I, best game. Screw it. Best game, Zach. Uh, best game. <laughs> That's why we want. We want a little structure here, Dag. On it. Oh, yeah. structure. Structure, jeez. <laughs> best game was mine last night's game. Uh, Valpo at Elkhart. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw that was Elkhart won that. Yeah, they did. Elkhart won. Uh, well, what was the final? Seventy-eight, sixty-nine. It was back and forth game the whole time. Uh, nobody had more than a five or six point lead at any point. Uh. Maybe in the first quarter, Elkhart pulled away a little bit, but after that, not much at all. Uh, and then Valpo came back, took the lead for a while. Got to see, uh, got to see Mason Jones, yeah, this year, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, my best game would have been last night's game with the Elkhart with a big win at home over Valparaiso. What do we know about Elkhart as far as the the merger? So those that 
I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you, you knew that Elkhart Central and Elkhart Memorial merged this year. Uh, we, do we know where those guys are coming from? Or uh, It reminds me of when White River Valley merged back in the 90s. Uh, Dave Clark was the head coach at WRV. He, uh, he basically inherited seven varsity starters. Uh, he inherited. Them, oh my yeah, gosh! Three of them. Three of them were Division One players. One of them was a Division Two player, and so not only did he inherit, not only did he get to merge three schools into one, uh, he it was probably the time that area was as the, the WRV or the Switz City L and M. It was probably the most talented group they had had since uh, since Patterson and Oliphant back in the early eighties. Elkhart, what do we know? What's come from Memorial and what's come from Central, Zach? So that would be kind of cool to see on the if they had on the roster like EC Last or school. E- EM, yeah. yeah, just to see where, yeah. where kids are coming from. But uh, I actually I talked to Kyle Sears last night after the game. He gave me a call, asked what I thought about them. But but uh, and, and during that conversation, he actually mentioned how how much of a transi- transition it's been for him getting guys from Elkhart Central to mesh with the guys from Elkhart Memorial uh, and, and how that's something that, that most people don't have to worry about. You know, they, they have teams coming back that are the same from years past. And in this case, he's brought some guys over from Elkhart Central. Now uh, he actually said also that some of those guys that are seniors this year from Elkhart Central, he is their, he's their fourth coach. Yeah. So, so, I mean, lots going on at, at Elkhart for him. And, and I feel like he's done a, a nice job going four and three here in the first, first stretch of the season had some tough games. They lost to Adams. They lost to Chesterton. They lost to Marion. I mean, that's a tough stretch for them. And then they turn around and, and, and get Valpo at home. I mean, he turns around and plays Snyder then in a, in a few days. So he, he's getting these guys ready. So I, I, I don't know numbers wise, how many are actually from central, but I know there are, there are two, two to three, if not more. That, that he's playing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And individually, none of those losses are bad. No, exactly. We talked about I, that too. I, yeah, without knowing the scores, I mean, I'm sure maybe it feels like they could have played a game or two better, but, but, yeah, that could be there. There's always a there's always one team out of that area that ends up getting hot around January, and and challenges what could have been, you know, what what should be the best, you know, the best teams that you know that we've thought of all year, and and, and I even include the region of that. That would be last year. That would have been Merrillville. Yeah. You know, where they started putting things together down the stretch, a, a, a new coach, you know, a, a star player in their, in their case, trying to mesh with guys that probably didn't have a lot of varsity experience coming into last year. And then finally starting to put it together to where uh, Keon Thompson started trusting those guys. And, and Sears was the head coach of Memorial, correct? Right. Yep. And yep. then so they he, made him. Yep. He won the sectionals. Uh, that's three years ago now, I believe. Yeah. With them. Well, the one year I think they got, they got the regional championship. I believe. Yeah, they were Carmel's opponent in the semi-state. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think that's. I think that I know there was one time um, that they were, and I can't remember if it was. There's always that two-year period where I'm in St. Louis during semi-state week, so there's there's always that period where I'm you know, not, I'm not getting a chance to watch semi-state. So, and I thought one of them was the, the Evans Memorial year. So, 
Uh, that's good. We yeah, we'd like to. We need to at some point, maybe not to that, this time, but get some more info on a couple of those underclassmen on Elkhart. So yeah. Uh, did, how did Demarion Anderson play? Is that are we stepping on any best player things here? Nope, nope. No. Uh, okay. I mean, I can just go ahead and go right through that because the rest of them too. Because my best team would have been Elkhart also last night from what I saw. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead. Go ahead and take that, and then we'll okay. We'll get to get to my game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they've came off a tough three-game stretch, uh, put some things together. Then last night, like you mentioned, Demarion Anderson played really well at 18, a uh, handful of rebounds, uh, really good sophomore out of, out of Elkhart for them. 6'4", uh, strong already, good build, but, but definitely a, a, a good player moving forward for Elkhart. And that, that whole team I just – I really liked last night, really like how they played – played as a good uh played as one yeah good i'm definitely looking forward to seeing some of those guys so um my best game was saw it yesterday at the uh at grace college where we had the uh chant they're champions of character classic and just before we get too deep into that big shout out to to coach scott moore the head coach there at grace their, uh, their, their facilities are tremendous. If, if you guys, if anybody's not been up there yet, they, I, I like gyms with character, you know, so that like down in Barney's area, I love Jasper's new gym. And, you know, I'm sure people, we all have fondness for old, older gyms, but the way Jasper did their gym was, um, was outstanding uh, when their old, when their old one, what caught fire, correct? Well, the old one caught fire and then the new one collapsed. So they had to redo it again. <laughs> So quit building gyms in Jasper. That's yeah. my. That's yes. my. That, that's not my hot take for later. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, but the the impressive thing with I, I just like how it's laid out. At at, uh, they made it like an arena. They've got uh, they've got all seats with backs. That, so they're, it's a very comfortable situation. The lower levels pull back so they can have quality practice. Situ, you know, practice facility in, inside their main gym. Uh, they've. They've got concourses, they have tunnels, they have everything you want in a, in a gym. And for that environment, for a, for a small school, uh, obviously in a, in a big time NAIA conference, the Crossroads League, uh, that's, I mean, I've seen a lot of the facilities in that league and that, that's my favorite one so far. So wait a minute, call- their, general, their general emission seating has all backs. Their whole, their whole facility is chair backs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, they're, and they're they're little. They've got this little area that was roped off yesterday, where the seats were even nicer. <laughs> that they just, I don't know. And I think they were in front of maybe even like a a booth area that I, I'm assuming is doubling for a suite. And it backs up to the concession stand. So whatever they've got going on in the concession stand, cooking, they, they probably can pass back and forth between you know, the people in line for concessions. So whatever they've got, they've got all their cooking stuff right there in the middle. I'm making hand gestures that people can't see, but, um, but it's, it's really, it's, it's a great, it's a great facility. It's uh, I love their, their village area in on campus. And I, I don't know how much of that was, was basically there before, you know, be, you know, before the school really started to, get involved in athletics or, or how that worked out. But I, I love their village area. They had a great, great pizza, which I've been trying to avoid, you know, for reasons of carbohydrates, but 
but I uh, couldn't pass it up. And all in all, it was a great experience. And, you know, kudos to, to Scott Moore for uh, putting that event together. And uh, the, the games yesterday were, were hit and miss. Uh, for the most part, the games, the games were good. Uh, but again, my game, the best game was the first game, or at least my best game of the week, between South Bend Riley and Fort Wayne Snyder. Of course, Riley, we, we, you know, we all know um, Blake Wesley is their big gun. Uh, Notre Dame recruit. He, he was good. Now, he, he got in situations where when, when Snyder was making runs, where Blake got a little down on himself, got a little down on his teammates. He needs to get through that. But he made plays. He was he was uh, he had a c- couple of nice transition opportunities that were fun to watch, and you, you know you can imagine what he did, did with that. And he he had help. I mean, he Jackson Copley was was hitting from the outside, and and he was the definitely the benefactor of of all the attention that Wesley was getting. But what what really struck me was was Snyder. And the, the weapons that they have. And, and we knew a little bit about them going in just because of just because of stats that we've had a chance to see. Uh, Carson, Jinkson, Carson Jenkins is a 6'1 junior. Aiden Lambert is a 6'2 junior. He is by pretty much when things got tight, he was their primary ball handler. And he was really good at setting up everybody else when there was a lot of pressure. And and then uh Tyler Harding was was decent for them as well. But really, it was when things were really cooking, it was Jenkins and Lambert making plays, making shots. And, and with Wesley, for Riley, the, the shot making in that game was, was fun. And it was never – nobody ever really had complete control of the game. There was some sloppiness. And, and a lot of times when teams made comeback, it's comeback or come – comebacks you know when they were when teams were climbing back into <laughs> you know climbing back into the lead or it was because there was some sloppiness but at the same time it was just they were all busting their ass so it was it was a great game and, and I learned a lot about Jenkins and, and Lambert and Wesley didn't disappoint so Zach did you uh did you cover your best game or your best yeah. team Best you did. That was, was Elkhart also. Yeah. That was Elkhart. So it's still yep. up to me to do my best team. Yep. I, I think, I think my best team that I saw this week was certainly just based on best performance was Homestead. Although I did leave at halftime. It was what was it, Zach? It was thirty-eight to seven. Yep. When I texted you. Yep. And I was basically that was the last game of the night at Grace. So I packed up and went home. So I did not see the second half. The first half was. I mean, South Bend St. Joseph. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I mean, South Bend St. Joe's. They've they've got other kids besides Jared Kaneski or and, but those guys, first of all, weren't weren't making shots. Defensively, they were, they were pressuring, but they weren't effective doing it. And then they were just kind of scrambling in the half court to catch up, and. At some point, Good Goody and and Fletcher Lawyer were going to come open, and I want to say Lawyer hit seven threes in the first half, and you know that's pretty impressive. But again, most of them were just wide open, and that's and that's it's not their fault. That's just I'm not sure what St. Joe's game plan was yesterday, but. It wasn't working, and then Homestead just caught fire. And it was like I said, it was thirty-eight to seven. 
with about two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. And I just started packing up and said, I was, I was done. But so yeah, Homestead was, was the, the, the best team or the best performance that I saw and, and hell I just saw half of it. So uh, best, best player you saw this week or best, either one, best player, best performance, however you want to do that, Barney. Best player goes to two people. Oh. And that is, that is Lance and Logan Wilson from North Davies. Okay. Sophomores, okay. sophomores. Um, man, I really, really like these kids. They're six, one, six, two long athletic kids but they move so well without the basketball. They, they read each other. They cut the open lanes. They, they make the passes that need to be done. Um, they rebound like wild men. So I really like them two kids. And, and, you know, North Davies had two really big wins this week. And, uh, you know, they're Lance and Logan are starters along with another sophomore and a couple seniors, but big wins from North Davies, uh, on the backs of some sophomores. Yeah. Good. I've not yeah. seen that. I, you know, I've, 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 you know, I, I've not seen them. I, you know, sometimes I, I, I do like Jaden Mullen mm-hmm. down there yes. for them. He, he's a, he's a nice player. Um, so it sounds like North Davies has more guys coming up than just Jaden. So. Yes. Yes. That's definitely. Yes. You know, they, you know, North Davies goes into Perry central Perry central is a, senior laden team and beats Perry central in overtime at Perry central and then goes to three, eight Gibson Southern and beats Gibson Southern by 26. Well, if those, if those Wilson kids, they shoot the ball. Well, you, did you say that? Yes. From, I mean, they're, they're inconsistent right now, but they are the type of kids that will work on their game to make it better. You right. know, they're, if you say, Hey, we need you in the weight room. They're there every day. They're punctual. So that's the kind of kid, kids that they are. Well, and, well, and Mullen's going to get him the ball. Yes. So they've got three really good. Sounds like they've got three really good guards. That, and that's you know down there. That's you know, or not down there, but small school wise, that's that's a lot. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot of weapons. And um, anyway, well, Zach, who was the best player? Who's your best player of the week? Or as yeah, far so as- I saw uh, Chris Manis go absolutely bananas on Tuesday night. Against Portage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've already gotten the email from Coach Delgado, by the way. Yeah. For, for player of the week nominations. So I haven't, Good. I don't look at him. I haven't looked at him yet. I usually don't look at him till after, till after like, till Monday evening. He had 48, nine rebounds and four assists in that game. Yeah. Well, I, I would say that's pretty good. Yeah. He just went to work. He could do whatever he wanted against Portage. He'd scored all three levels, hit a handful of threes in a row at one point. Scored at the rim, scored in transition. I mean, he like I said, he just did whatever he wanted. Mid range yeah. game was working. I didn't keep percent or keep track of shots. I should go back and watch that game again and see what his percentage was. But my goodness, forty eight is impressive, no matter who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. I would say. Um, well, my best player. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with um, Blake Davison from Leo. And I, I think mostly just because I hadn't really gotten a great look at him. And against the team that I think is Shenandoah, that I think is one of the best coach teams in the state, 
against a team that I would have told you would have been an extremely physical defending team. I would have told you they would have been a very, very disciplined defensive team. Blake Davison just made them look silly. And he, and he really capitalized on it in the second half when he turned basically what was, I mean, Leo, Leo led most, most of the, from the middle of the first quarter on, they led most of the way. And it was in the third quarter when Davison really started to, to get a lot of traction. I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He played really well in the first half, but a lot of, a lot of uh, Leo's focus was the size advantage they had in, in DJ Allen and Zach Troyer. Both those guys are good. And I really love DJ on the defensive end of the floor. His offense is coming along. That was nice. I mean, in terms of just facing the basket and not just being a big guy. Uh, and as, as Shenandoah tried to clamp down on that, Davidson, I mean, he was the ball was in and out of his hands as far as not just getting shots, but also moving it and finding people. And he just was – he was in complete control of that game in the second half. And statistically, I don't know what it, what he had. I don't know what it compares to what I saw the first half of the Homestead game. I don't know what it compares to what Blake did, or or what it compares to what you know Hale did earlier in the week when I saw when I saw Linton play Clay City. But my view of what Shenandoah is mixed with what I saw Davison do to them, and to me that was that's why I go with him. Not not that we always have to have justification for it, but. But uh, he was he was really impressive, and it was it was fun to watch. So so Blake Davison would get my best player of the week from that perspective. So, well, aren't we the experts? No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're just a guy, just a guy that knows how to use technology, right? And uh, is willing to pay money for for streaming and storage, and and knows how to find people that like to talk about basketball. So. Um, anything else before we move on to our final segment of the show? Are you guys prepared for this? It no. seems like I'm the only one gung ho about it. I, I do. I do want to give a shout out to tell city. Uh, they were down 23 points with seven minutes left oh, in the game against Washington and, and came back and won that game. So I think tell city deserves a shout out. Uh, That's fair. For people to look at that. That's yeah. fair. I did see that tweet. <laughs> yeah. They have their little holiday classic coming up. Is it on? Uh, well, it's still on there. That's the only no. reason why I'm saying is because I saw it looking at for what games to go to this week. I noticed yeah. they were playing these games. And obviously, well, I, you know, I don't think COVID will kill this. Well, that's probably a great, not great <laughs> usage of words, but sorry. Thanks, no Thanks Jim. Pun intended. I don't Thanks, know that buddy. COVID will put a stop to this, but it might they had uh, the most unique halftime show i was go i went down there when bronson kessinger played at court and so i would go down there and watch because it was a great time to watch him play a couple of games in back-to-back days so they do this scavenger hunt at halftime or at least they did where i assume the ad or whoever's in charge of the of the the presentation stands up on the floor and then he yells he takes the, the fans the two teams playing and he yells out items. What? Who has this item? And then whoever runs the item down to the floor, mm-hmm. they get a point. So they they pair off they they pair off between teams from let's say Tell City and teams from say Crawford County, and 
it's kind of fun because you see everybody checking their purse, they're, they're checking their pockets, their coat pockets. And then somebody will have what he's looking for. It might be like a bobby pin or it might be it might be a brush. And of course, if it's a brush, it's all the women checking their purses. And it's and then it's whichever one can run down to the floor as fast as you can. And you see these women or just any <laughs> I hate to pick on the women, but the brush thing made me, <laughs> made me think of a specific one. But this old woman, I guarantee you that she never moved so fast in her life where she wasn't behind a shopping cart. And if anybody's offended by that, those are things that I tell my mother and my grandmother. They move a hell of a lot faster when they got a shopping cart in front of them than they do in any other situation. But it's it's really entertaining. It's fun to see the sense of urgency in everybody. Other and you know what is otherwise just halftime. You know, in a high school game, right. you know it's a bad. Now hopefully they're still doing that, and hopefully COVID doesn't ruin it. Um, I don't know that I want a bunch of people throwing things at me to touch, but. But at the same time, it's you can imagine most of those crowds are families anyway. Yes. So it's it's probably not going to have too big of an impact on the fans. So hopefully they get a chance to do that. So. All right. Yeah. Well, wait, one thing we forgot. We forgot. Uh, we forgot something. Yeah. Reggie Bass is now back home in Indiana. He is. That's right. And where's he's, he going? He's up here at Elevation Prep now in Fort Wayne. I did not see that. You mentioned that before we started recording. I had not seen that. And that's, you know, it's good. It's good. He's back. Maybe we need to go see them play. I don't know. Some point. I don't know. I've seen their schedule. I don't know where are they. I'm sure they still have home games left, but, but it may be a chance to go watch them play, but they may not let me in. Who knows? <laughs> Especially. After I, this. Maybe I better go to that one. There you go. I, I'm, I'm willing. I, I, I know their coach. He's a good guy. We, we have, we've had good rapport in the past. I just, it's nothing against them. I just don't like prep schools. I just don't, I don't get them. I don't understand them. Um, I, I do the post-grad stuff. The post-grad stuff's fine. What they're doing there at Elevate, Don Bosco, places like that. I, that, that's kudos to them for giving those kids an extra chance um, or an extended chance. But yeah, the other stuff we've, we've talked long and hard on that and, no need to belabor the point, but that, that gets us to our hot takes. Yeah. So every week we're going to have a hot take, each of us, and we're not going to discuss it. We're just going to say it. We're going to get out and, and then we're done. We're, and we're going to go to our reads. We should do our reads first, shouldn't we? Let's do our reads first. Yeah, let's do our reads first. That's we'll terrible. First. No, then we'll get it. That gives Barney time <laughs> to think of a hot take. Because the one you had before the recording was, was awful. It was weak. It was, well, a, luke, it was a lukewarm take. <laughs> This one's going to be cold. I don't have there's yeah. Are you coming Man. up? You're you're coming up to the Carmel Bar Reeve game, right? I plan on it, yes. All if right. everything works out. You know that drive is is a lot further home after a loss than it is after a win, right? I'm I am a North Davies <laughs> Cougar, man. Oh, I don't know what shit. you're talking about. Excuse me. Crap. Right. Yeah. All right. Sponsors, go, Zach. <laughs> Box Out Sports, I've been using that a lot, is the yeah, leading leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and your student athletes this season. Remember, that's any sport, not just basketball. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. The video feature, that's new, obviously, right? For me. For you. There, we're, yeah. 
the, I mean, they're just like what seven or eight second clips, and basically yep. you're just—it's basically just animations. You're moving stuff in and stats, yep. and yep. that's neat. Yeah, it's a good feature. I like it. They're—they're uh, they're doing a good job with that. And uh, you, like I said, you and Crispus Addicts are going head to toe on <laughs> on who's who uses it the best. So, Courtside Indiana Podcast is on Apple Podcast and Spotify as well as SoundCloud. You could subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone tablet or desktop and if you could please give us a give us a like give us a five-star review give us a thumbs up give us a subscribe and um it's hot take time zach what's your hot take of the week yeah maybe not as hot as yours but i'm gonna go (laughs) the elkhart lions win sectional four this year sectional four who's in that that's penn warsaw northridge goshen concord with that is that's a luke that's a lukewarm take that's a lukewarm take i've got i'm taking it this year barney what's your you got a hot take yet barney i'm going with cold spaghetti and bar reeve will beat caramel at caramel that ain't happening <laughs> yeah, we're not discussing it we're not discussing it no it's, moving it's not on. happening but it's what's not happening hot take, Reamer? my hot take is michael ely should have stayed at fort wayne snyder that's it that's all i got i'm just saying should have never left they they're good they're really good. And we're not discussing these. Yeah, we're not discussing. With him, they'd be really damn good. We are done. <laughs> Episode 44 is in the books. For everybody that listens, thank you very much. Zach, Barney, we're doing the hot takes every week. You need to start getting locked and loaded. I like your All Luke right. Brown one better. What was that? I had a Luke oh. Brown take? Yeah. He'd been good at Brownsburg. He Well, I said that every <laughs> week, I think. <laughs> I got people from Brownsburg messaging me going like, amen. And yes. And thank you. And, um, well, what was my, my Luke Brown take? What that he should, what better than Fletcher lawyer. Oh, that was the one I texted. Yeah. We can talk about that someday. Luke Brown was pretty good against, but it was against Liberty Christian and, and they've only got one guy who can really check him. And anyway, all right, we're done. We're out. Everybody, thanks. Appreciate it. Have a good week. Barney, I'll see you Wednesday, right? Yeah. You're coming up to the Eric Clark Activity Center? I plan on it, yes. All right, well, make sure you get with me on where to park because even though it's not a crowded parking lot these days, it still gets you right next to the door. And uh, My fat self appreciates that. There you go. All right, guys, have a good week. We'll see you.